literary fans and welcome to episode 64 of Jeff Reads' book. I am your host Jeff and today we are reading chapter 17 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. So if you want to get in touch with me, you can head on over to jeffreadsbook.com and there will always be some up-to-date ways to contact me right there. And while you're on that page, why not considering Why not considering, ugh, what is this, one of my books? Why not consider buying one of my terrible books? That's right, folks, there's a couple links there. You can go to Amazon, give Jeff Bezos your money, he's going to give me almost nothing, and then you get a copy of my book. Isn't that fun? Yay! So, this is a especially odd little episode today, and the only reason I say it's odd is because I think about what, 72 hours ago, I was recording the episode 63, because I did it, remember how I said I did it on like a Thursday night, so it's Sunday, well, how many days is that? Uh, all right, it's been like 80 hours, I don't know, I didn't do the math, Laura pointed out that it was like 72 hours between episodes, so I'm gonna blame her if the math is wrong, but uh, yeah, I'm really pushing through these episodes, I don't know, I... Uh, I gotta keep up with the schedule, but I gotta stop fucking releasing them at the end of the week. That's really bugging me, you know? I need to set, like, a good day as the standard day for a release. But, uh, yeah, you know, it was a fun weekend, uh, in between me getting my episode out, and now, uh, Lara and I went to a different winery, not my birthday winery, went to Vermilion Valley Vineyards. Ooh, that place has some good-ass wines, and they use a lot of, what, noble grapes or whatever real ones that they grow so we uh we we uh tried isn't the right word we drank a bottle of cabernet franc while we were there a state bottled very fancy and uh that was delicious the only problem was there were some uh million valleys out in uh you know one county over so a little further from a city center you know what i mean and you get some hillbillies sometimes and these guys there were what we have? We had this one group of people that were, oh, they had cigars outside. I'm like, fucking cigars. What the hell? And like all the men were drinking beer instead of the wine. I was kind of like, what'd you fucking come here for? You just fucking this up for me. <laughs> and then, uh, then like a bunch of people on motorcycles showed up. Nobody had masks, the motorcycles or the uh, hillbillies. So that was kind of shitty. And the motorcycle people were actually like joking about how they didn't need a mask. I don't know. Motorcycle culture baffles me. Ah, I almost feel like, what do I want to say? I can even, I, I more am, if I were to choose one of the motorcycle con- uh, cultures, right? Like crotch rocket or like people driving fucking hogs, right? I got to go uh, crotch rocket, I think. I, I think they have, they have cooler machines. They're not nearly as loud. And I think their outfits, you know, when they wear, like, the uh, super slick looking, like, padded race suits and stuff. I'm like, these guys are cool. These guys are cool. Fuck. Fucking all the skulls and shit on everything and uh, just making a shit ton of noise because you remove the goddamn mufflers from your motorcycle. Go fuck yourself, huh? And I remember, uh, I've heard this a few times. I've heard people say that, like, the reason the motorcycles are loud is so you know they're there. 
Also, and I've even heard Bill Burr say that on his podcast, that that's a load of horse shit, okay? You know what? They don't do that on electric cars. They got a horn. Yeah, so do motorcycles. Just fucking attach a horn if you need someone to know you're there. It's just... It, that's a you, no. You're doing that to make it f- seem like you can your penis still works because it doesn't. Because you're old and you had to buy a motorcycle to make you feel more manly. And guess what? It's not helping. All right. <laughs> wow. If anybody out there has a motorcycle, my bad. <laughs> anyway, I I think yeah, the crotch rockets maybe more my speed. I'm getting. What, as I get older and now own a Honda and an Acura, I think I'm more into, like, fucking Japanese stuff. That's weird. I used to hate that stuff, but I think, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares, right? Yes, that's what we did. And today, actually, we did just get back from, we ran over to a store where Lara's a wine club member, and she picked up two more bottles of wine. So we got... We got a little bit of a stash of wine. It's been way down lately, so we got to try to keep that up, you know? We're talking next weekend, another vineyard for sure. We don't know which one yet. There's this little one by our house, Klingshirn. Gotta go there. They grow some odd grapes, but I gotta say, they have a Vidal Blanc that is fucking world-class. It's great. Everybody should drink it. And their ice wine, if you're into ice wine, that's really sweet wine made out of fucking frozen grapes. It is fantastic. Okay, I am babbling at this point, so... Why don't we start talking about what we're going to read today? Isn't this exciting? Today we are reading chapter 17. So chapter 17, a lot shorter than last uh, episode, right? It's only 87 lines. Uh, We're going to see some intrigue in this one, I guess. I guess that's what you'd call it. Mostly because Margot knows somebody in this. So you remember right at the end of last chapter, Henry what, magically tackled someone? You know, he did his same trick that he did in stupid uh, Offworlder. Very stupid. And, um, yeah. So he captured someone, but Margot said, oh, I know who it is, or something like that. I don't remember what she actually said, because I didn't go and look, because who cares? So we're going to find out who it is and why it's important when we now dive in to Chapter 17. So for today's episode... I am going to be sipping on a delicious glass of Buffalo Trace with a whiskey stone in it for the second time in a row. This is great. Mm. I got to hit the liquor store probably this week, but uh, I don't feel very like confident I'm going to get any Buffalo Trace. I do love it so much, but so hard to come by here in Ohio. Mm. Mm. And it tastes good. It's already like four in the afternoon at this point, so... I kind of feel like uh, a little bit more respectable drinking whiskey right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's good. It's tasty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, let's go ahead and read this crappy, crappy book. Hello, Sir Riley, Margot said with disgust. You know him, Henry said, turning to her surprised. Oh, yes. I haven't seen Sir Riley Hemsworth in many years, she sneered. She had to suppress the need to spit on him. The man on the ground had calmed somewhat, perhaps caught off guard by being recognized. How do you know me, wench, he spat. Oh, dear. I wouldn't say that to Margot. <laughs> you were a member of my family's guard, she replied unfazed. The man on the ground laughed. Well, if it isn't little Margot, you have a good memory, girl. 
I assume you know... <laughs> I assume you no longer serve my father, she said, trying to hide all emotion. Yeah, no is misspelled. It's K-N-O-W. <laughs> He's become weak in his old age, Sir Riley said. Soft and weak. And who do you work for now? Henry asked. Grinning, Sir Riley said, Wouldn't you like to know? Margot watched Henry push his heel hard into Sir Riley, who she was pretty sure was suffering from multiple broken ribs based on his behavior. I would, Henry admitted, as Sir Riley groaned under Henry's foot. I really would. We'll dispense with your little king, Sir Riley started again. Our weapon. Henry applied pressure again. What weapon would that be? You've seen what it can do, Sir Riley managed. Oh, I should make it sound like he's struggling, but I'm not going to do that. I feel like I'm reading with some emotion. Don't you guys like this? I'm trying to, you know, step it up a little bit. Get my, you know, game up to a new level, right? I have, but I still don't quite understand it. My guess is that it is based in the foothills of the Snowy Mountains, Henry explained. Margot watched Sir Riley stop struggling. Ah, maybe in the Badlands? I'll have to come see sometime. Sir Riley was silent, and she, could na and she now could see that Henry was on to something. Henry turned to Margot and asked, Margot, what should we do with our helpless friend here? Do what you want with him, Margot said evenly. His life is worth nothing to me. She turning, <laughs> she turning, she heard him, Sir Riley's scream, fading away. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tur All right. I, I don't know what to say. She, uh, let's just read it again, I guess, right? I, I don't even know how to correct this. She turning, she heard him, Sir Riley, scream fading away, presumably as Henry threw him flailing over the horizon. She knew Henry presumably as... Oh, she knew Henry wouldn't kill him, just temporarily disable him. Although, she made a note to ask him if the blindness would wear off. She felt bad for the horses. The carriage appeared over the hill, rolling towards her as she walked calmly away from Henry, with Benbow and Leonid sitting on the upper bench, guiding the horses. Henry ran to catch up with her, and she could see in his eyes that she would have to force him to sleep. With another danger gone, though, it would be safe enough until they reached Twilight Crossing. Uh, boop, boop, page down. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah, uh, you know what? We're doing a drinking break right now. Mm-hmm. Short chapter, Jesus Christ. I'm, like, still, what, shell-shocked from the last one? That fucking 400-line chapter? That was long for this book. Not long for, like, other books, I don't feel like, but long for this one. And especially compared to this cheap-ass chapter. Okay. What was that magic, Leonid said, smiling, as he and Benbow rolled up in front of the two mages. It's one of Henry's old tricks, Margot said, smiling. She gra grabbed Henry's hand. <laughs> I think it's hand. She grabbed Henry's hand as they walked up to the carriage. Woo! I am done for today, Henry said. Hey, I should get a break too, Margot said defensively. It's hard to maintain an illusion that long. Henry laughed softly. That was a good one, he admitted. 
I love how you made it look like the spell wasn't perfect. What a bunch of maroons. Margot Lafleur is a bit better than that. Are you fine, Benbo? Margot asked, looking up at their driver. Oh, yes, my lady, he said. Nobody even approached while I waited. Safe as can be expected. Sorry. Safe as can be expected. <laughs> I was making, I was thinking he'd say safe, safe as can be, and then something else. My bad. All right. She smiled. Good. I don't think there will be anyone else tracking us today. He laughed. No, I don't think so, my lady. Leonid climbed down, and the trio climbed back into the interior of the carriage. Henry fell asleep mere minutes after they began rolling forward, but Margot wasn't so lucky. She was disgusted to learn that someone associated with her family had something to do with these bizarre occurrences. She knew Sir Riley to be a horrible man, but also a loyal man. His calling her father weak had shocked her, although she could see why he might think that. But joining some mysterious group that wished to destroy him was a whole different level of disobedience. Which made her question if perhaps her family was still involved. He had called her father weak, but there was no mention of her brother or sister, both of which she guessed were capable of abusing a newly discovered magic. She would have to wait until they arrived in Twilight Crising. Cry Crising. She would have to wait until. She would have to wait until they arrived in Twilight Crossing, though, to learn anything further. Ooh, that ends chapter 17! Well, that was an exciting uh, episode, I guess. What do you want to say about that? I mean, we got to find out who this guy was who was leading the party that was going to attack them. Ooh, of course, you know, nothing really came of it. It was pretty dull, in fact. And then um, Henry just abused his magical powers and sent him flying away. And that's about it. I don't know how much, like, background information we got from that chapter. I feel like not much is the right answer there. Some, maybe, at best. I don't know. It was a little bit of a dull chapter, I suppose. If you're listening to this, I guess reading the book, yeah, you'd probably be fine with it. But listening to this week by week kind of sucks. <laughs> I think people would really hope for something more to happen. But yeah, here we are, you know. This is the format of the podcast and we just have to deal with it. I guess that's what, what we get, you know. I like So today we read chapter 17. And then, what? There were like a little bit over 20 chapters in... Uh, what books? Stupid uh, Bringing Balance and Offworlder. This book, though, on the other hand, we're at chapter 17, and we're not quite, looks like, halfway through it yet. So maybe almost halfway, so we got a long way to go still. And let's take a peek if chapter 18 is going to be any longer, shall we? Um, it's a little longer than this one. Yeah, all right. Might be a little longer, so we'll have a slightly longer episode. I feel like I read for like seven minutes today. <laughs> a little bit weak, I suppose. But I think we're going to have some fun. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be fun next week. We're going to enjoy this. Because next week, they're going to arrive at Twilight Crossing, right? Margot's hometown. Oh, baby. Okay. So, I got a couple discussion questions for you today. Why don't we discuss these as a uh, group, right? Send your emails in, or tweets, or toots, or whatever the fuck. I don't give a shit. All right, 
let's see. Question one. Okay, so Henry, after he was done with him, just, you know, used magic and tossed Sir Riley over the horizon. Question one. Isn't this author super lazy with magic? Like, that was not even interesting. Just like, ah, he's just so overpowerful that what's the fucking point? Yeah, that's just lazy. Like, I got to move on. Just, he flew over the freaking horizon. Whatever. (laughs) It was a little bit stupid. That's all I'm trying to say here. Yeah, kind of dumb. I think this author is exceptionally lazy with the magic. And very, uh, like, vague and undescriptive, non-descriptive. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Very stupid. Okay. I wish he did something more interesting. Maybe not kill the guy, but, like, wouldn't it have been better if he, like, buried him and or tied him up and then stuffed, you know, rags in his mouth so he couldn't yell and just left him on the side of the road. That would have been more fun, I think. Yeah. And then he could have come back after he escaped and fought them later, which here we go. I'm pretty sure this is a spoiler alert. Sir Riley will never be heard from again. <laughs> could be wrong, though. I'm not exactly sure, but I could be wrong. I mean, I just don't think that name comes up anymore. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Question two. Okay. Margot knew Sir Riley, and now she's concerned somebody from her family is involved. Ooh, spooky. So, is somebody from Margot's family involved? And if so, who? Right in. Ooh, this is exciting, right? I'm the only one who knows what the answer to that question is. So, you guys have to tell me, because this book isn't even published, so you can't even look it up. Oh, this is so exciting. I really should, though, finish editing this piece of shit. Yeah. A lot of typos again today. Ugh. Very bad. All right. Uh, okay, question three. So they get back in the carriage, start rolling over to Margot's house, right? And uh, Henry falls asleep almost instantly. So question three, can you sleep in the car? Huh? Are you good at that? I feel like I am actually pretty good at that. But I think it's like a light sleep. So I can fall asleep easy enough. But I wake up pretty easily too. So I'm not like in a deep sleep in the car. And I've known people who can just like conk out, you know. But not me. I'm, a, I'm still light. Light sleeper. What are your thoughts on that? I don't get car sick either. So that helps, I suppose. So sometimes I get real sleepy while I'm driving. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. Just let me know. Can you sleep in the car? I know there are people who can't and that doesn't, I don't get that. Whatever. Yeah. So those are our three discussion questions. Uh, Yeah. Sorry if they weren't great, but what the fuck are you going to do? It was like a 60 60 lines of book that we read today. There's not too much to ask about out of that group, you know, so. Yeah, it's, it'll get better, though. I think the next chapter will be a little longer, although I don't know how much story will be in it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It, it, the plot stinks, though, so what are you going to do? All right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that about wraps it up today. I still have whiskey left, which is a delight. And, I mean, right now we're only at, like, 20 minutes into recording. My God. Mmm. But this Buffalo Trace is nice. Well, it's very sunny out. Uh, I got a whole Sunday paper to read. So I think I'm going to head upstairs, maybe get a little more whiskey, and maybe, just maybe, go outside and read the paper. Probably not, though. I think Laura went outside to pull weeds. So if I'm just sitting there drinking and uh, reading the paper, I look like a real piece of shit. So best to stay out of sight. (laughs) Yeah, I am doing a podcast. She's fully aware of that. (laughs) 
Well, anyway, if you do want to write to me and tell me that I should go outside and help with some fucking yard work, uh, you can go over to jeffreadsbook.com. There's three ways to contact me there. You know what? Uh, Twitter is still Fortran, Jeff. If you want to do something else, look on that fucking page. That's got some ways to uh, reach me. Because, I mean, after my email and, what, Mastodon accounts changed, I feel like maybe I should never have given them, like, specifically and just told you to go to the stupid page. So go to the stupid page, jeffreadshisbook.com. Get in touch with me. Answer the discussion questions. Maybe you could have a Zoom meeting with your friends and you could discuss the discussion questions together and then maybe like write a little essay and send it in. And that would be super exciting. So that about wraps it up for today. So until next time, keep on reading. 